Show Club podcast, where we discuss TV shows as if they were novels. It's like a book club. For TV. I'm Cairo. I'm Juno. I'm Charlotte. This month, we will be discussing Money Heist. Part one. Yes, part one. Keep listening as we get into all the good. And maybe some of the bad. All right, so uh, we are watching, we watched Money Heist, part one, available on Netflix, also known as House of Paper. I'm not quite sure why they didn't just call it House of Paper. I no. don't understand that. Like, that's my first question. What is going on with that? It is such a good title. Like, Money like House heist. Of Paper. What do you heist? Money. I know. I don't, I don't understand. But so, Money Heist, the version in which they are robbing the Royal Mint of Spain, not the Korean version, the original one. Yes. And uh, yes, it's it's basically about surprise, a big old money heist. Money Yay. heist. Some money. And all of the chaos that ensues when you hold up the Royal Mint of Spain for almost two weeks. This is not oh. a smash and grab operation. No. Okay. Part one is only sixty hours, friends. I know. There's one. <laughs> I started making note of that. What episode? five or six episode five like the whole entirety of episode five is one hour of like heist time so that that episode is basically like happening in real time which is nuts i mean how they tell you that though yeah i see i did like that because a lot of the action is you know indoors and it's not you don't get the sort of typical passage of time indicators with like waking up or having dinner so i i did like Having that, it's been so much time. So you're like, oh, okay, this is where they are yeah. in the plan and everything. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. All of Did this stuff two, two weeks, three weeks in the in part one, or was that a part two thing? Because they mentioned the timetable it would take Moscow to dig the oh, hole. Print also. Yeah. So well, so he gave the timetable of how long it would take him to dig the hole. And so they were like, that's how long we have to print as much money as we can go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that I think was 12 days. Yeah. He said it was 10, 10 to 12 days, which I was like, yeah, that's a very long time to like <laughs> lock yourself in a building and yes. hope everything goes. Okay. Yeah. I was expecting maintain. like five, six, like 10 days is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, mm. maintain authority over people that don't yes. want to be there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or do well, so the question mark. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, that's going to be part of the fun. Since we are only doing part one so far, Ooh. a lot of this can be predicting what you want to happen, what you think would happen. Do those two things agree <laughs> with each other? <laughs> but firstly, how did you choose your names? So I chose Juno because I hate cold weather. Like, I hate the snow. I hate winter. So I thought if I chose someplace like Juno, they might think I maybe pick that because it's a place I do like, but it's like the last place on earth I would go. So if I managed to get away, they might sort of, you know, start the search up there, but I'd be like in Fiji or something <laughs> to try and throw them off the scent. Plus, it kind of sounds like a real name and it's nice to, it's you know, it's pleasant it's to nice. say. So... Yes, that that is that is what I went with. Yes. True. I am sure. See, my ass is getting caught because I live near Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. And I was like, "What city am I going to be? I'm so confused. Have they done Paris yet? Like, Ooh, Paris um, would have been a good one. Yeah, you know what? I thought they had to be honest, but um, not Paris, France. Paris, Illinois. <laughs> But yeah, I live near Charlotte. Um, I like the name, and it's also the name of a pretty badass queen. So <laughs> true. Yeah, true. Yeah. I just picked one because it sounded cool. So I liked Cairo. I think I a lot of them picked capitals of things. Yeah, Helsinki, Oslo, Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Berlin. Yeah. Berlin so, so of course you would pick Berlin. Yeah, so, I mean, one of us could have gone with Springfield. <laughs> that covers a wide range of places. It could be anywhere. could be anywhere. Yes. I almost went with Copenhagen, but I was like, that's kind of just a long. 
Oh my gosh, that's the name of a Vienna Tank song. Okay. My favorite singer, for reference. Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Then you could have had a nickname for your nickname. Could have just gone with Hagen. But then that would get. But see that. But then that would then get shortened to Hag, and I don't want to no. be Hag. <laughs> Hag. No. Right. So there are indeed flashbacks of this, and we have I know, been I was like... having. None of us realized until we pick it that the flashback theme is ongoing. So what did you guys think <laughs> of the flashbacks in this one? I liked them. I again, I think this is one of those instances where the flashbacks enhance what we already know and what is happening without being like, wait, what? It's just like, oh, you know, just kind of filling in like little gaps of, because like we see them do something and then we get the flashback of why they planned to do it that way. And it's like, oh, okay. So yes, it, exactly what I was going to say. The flashbacks were super sharp. They were super relevant. Yeah. And we weren't really, because like, because we weren't filling in like huge chunks of these characters' backstories, I feel like it worked really well. Because yes. you weren't you weren't like we don't need to know their whole lives, but it was like they planned the heist and then they did the heist. And yeah, that's all we need to know. Yeah, <laughs> the, I thought it was all little character moments. So I love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really interesting how they don't, how none of the flashbacks are these people's previous lives. It's only when they start being, it's only when they join the heist and they become these city names. You know, that's like when their lives begin. Less than a thousand years in the past. Yes. I do also think it helped with just like the general pacing and storytelling of it because like having like, just a chunk of the five months at the beginning where all they're doing is planning would probably be really boring. Mm -hmm. And then having all of the high stuff, there's probably, you know, there's downtime in there where not much is happening. So being able to fill that downtime then with the flashbacks, I think kept the pace of the story in the show moving really well. Yeah. 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 And it, it kind of provided some good help to the suspense, like, ooh, the sticky situations happen. How how are they going to get out of this one? And they're like, they knew this was going to happen. They thought about it already. They have a plan. Everything. And, like, that last flashback, like, I literally, you guys know I literally just watched the last episode. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Well, we're trying, so... That, okay, that last scene, the last flashback. I need to know everything about Berlin and the professor. Like, how long have they known each other? How did they meet? Were they lovers? Because, like, I'm sorry, Berlin's not, like, totally okay. straight. Like, he, there's no way. Like, I'm glad you brought this up because I would put money on the professor being demi-asexual, okay? Like, I was watching the first couple of episodes. I'm, like, you know, getting feel for them. And then, like... I don't know when it broke through for me, but I'm also, you guys know, I'm also Demi. And I was like, oh, that's him. Like, that's it. <laughs> and, yes. you know, he he's only into um, Raquel mm -hmm. through, through the entirety. Nairobi is like, hey, you want to hook up? And he's like, what do you mean? Why would I do that? <laughs> he's like, so awkward it's so adorable I know isn't so, it that's such, a, that's such an ace thing to do like to be honest we have no idea when someone's gonna ask us to hook up like that's one of the things and then he's like oh wait I laid down in this bed with you not realizing this was gonna happen Yeah. and then like the last episode just confirmed it for me where like Nairobi was like sex finds people and he's like I don't know maybe sometimes if you're a couple <laughs> 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 I just I love it so much. I will I will die on this hill. Thank you for coming to my yeah. TED talk. Yeah. That was pretty awesome how the women would just love to make him nervous on purpose. I know. And it was, and it's so easy. It's like all you have to do is just like look at him with like a little smirk and he's gonna be like, What? Wait, no, like, stop, no, what? Like, what? Uh, what? I have to think about this for seven hours. Like back to the plan, back to the plan. <laughs> So I will say you do find out their history. Okay, okay good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't remember yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's part two or if it's later on in the show, but you do find out their their history. Okay. okay I don't know if I missed a bit because like I got the impression at the beginning when he first starts singing that the professor was just trying to pick up the lyrics as he went. And I'm like, <laughs> does he not know the lyrics? Because he knows Bella Chow Chow Chow. I looked up the song. I, I have facts about that song if anybody okay, is interested, because that's what I do. Because yeah. like in a in a position where Berlin was trying to pressure the professor into like something, he would be like, Okay, how quickly can I think about this? <laughs> and be well, like, what, you know how we've all been like na 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 Bella Chow Chow Well it's I think it goes a lot with the theme right like obviously everybody's in it for the money but you can tell that it's way deeper for the professor he's obviously yeah. been planning this for years it's more than just money it's about the statement that it's making which is mm-hmm. why i think he was so excited about going after the mint right so i think the mm-hmm. song because it is it right carrie it's like a, it's a resistance song yes it's so said, like a like a fascist resistance song or something yeah so there, there's actually two versions of the song. The first, the original version, is what's referred to as the Mondine version and was written in about 1906 in Vercelli by the women who worked in, like, the rice paddies pulling up weeds and is more about, like, how horribly backbreaking that is and the horrible treatment they got from their bosses and working, you know, 12, 13 hours in the sun, bent over in, like, knee-deep water and the sort of horrible working conditions that people were subjected to at that time. Um, the version that's in the show is what's, ca- is what's called the partisan version, which was then... In the 1940s, it was adopted and revised uh, to be like an anti-fascist resistant song. Ooh, I wonder how they um, got there. Like, whose mom worked in a rice paddy? Yeah, I don't know, yeah, but I it's uh, so if you if you look up the lyrics, the more the the it's about somebody who like wakes up. There was like an invader there and asked to be taken away so he could like join. The resistance, and then if he dies, he has to be buried in the mountain under a flower. So then people will look at that flower and see, oh, what a beautiful flower. This is the flower of the partisan who died for freedom. So that's what the song's about. Okay. I yeah, love that's that. pretty that's pretty emotional as your anthem, then yeah. Yes. Ah. Very much. Do you guys think it's interesting that it's being narrated by Tokyo and not the professor? Yes. And also, I don't really like Tokyo right now. (laughs) I'm not the biggest fan of her. She's kind of a wild card. What I will say for Tokyo, who else on the planet could pull off that hairstyle? Yeah, right? Yeah. You could probably, Carrie could probably, honestly. Have you had that hairstyle? I could not with the crooked, with the intentionally crooked bangs like crooked bangs they were nice just straight bang they were just straight crooked in many shots Uh, (laughs) i mean she was she was you know locked in a building for like four days so you know give the girl a break with her hair (laughs) i mean i haven't had telling my mom that i was looking at monica going look at her curls they do not look like that i know i did some some of it is like really been six i don't know if it's been these people don't look like they've been locked up for 60 hours without like a shower (laughs) get to wash up if they're yeah. lucky yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. it's whatever I'm I just people with curly hair that's my whole story my whole villain arc one of the <laughs> other things that bothered me about Tokyo is all the references to the age difference between her and Rio because like she doesn't look that old, but it, like somebody says he's like 12 years younger than her and stuff. So I actually like went, I found the wiki for the show and like looked up their, like the character ages mm-hmm. according to the wiki. So according to the wiki, Rio is 23 and Tokyo is 35, which oh, makes hey, me feel a little better. I know that makes me feel a little better because I thought Rio was like 17, 18, cause especially that scene where he's alone with Alice and I'm like, they look like they could be classmates. Like, yeah. you know what? I looked up. Rio looks like a tiny baby child. I was reading the IMDb trivia that says that Rio's supposed to be 19. Mm. Please. Okay. Come across. 
Okay. Well, it is just the fandom wiki. So I, I don't, I didn't dig into it any deeper because I didn't want to like spoil myself in case like his actual age is revealed somewhere. But wait, but he has dog tags. Is there, there would have to be a date of birth on dog tags. I wonder if there's ever just a clear enough shot. Unless they're his dads or something Dad. crazy. No, I'm pretty sure they're his because he like gave them to Tokyo as like an engagement necklace the day before the heist, which was interesting. Yeah, the trivia says Rio is the youngest of the heist group at 19 years old. The actor was 20 when filming. Dang. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot. You know what? I don't put, you know what? I don't put a lot of um, emphasis on age differences. (laughs) But when you're like 19, 20, you are not a fully formed adult yet. Like, you're not. This is a baby. Rio is especially a baby. What is he in Especially boys. Boys aren't fully formed until they're like 25. So, to be fair, my my aunt and uncle are nine years apart. That's the wow. biggest age difference. She met him when he was nine. I'm sorry, it's a whole story. She was 18 and like married already. It's it's a whole thing. Okay. <laughs> what did we say about this being group therapy? Yes. <laughs> By the way, they're, welcome they're to group therapy. Ha- they're, to clarify, they are both grown-ass adults now. <laughs> Everything is legit. Everything is legal. And were when they got together. <laughs> well, isn't it interesting then, like, back to back to the show, of like, okay, so if he's supposed to be 19, she's supposed to be in her 30s, and in a lot of scenes, like, he's more mature than she is. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good Which, to snap. Because, like, yeah. honestly, I'm... I'm I'm going to be 39, you guys. And, like, I'm not mature. Like, I could get schooled by a 25-year-old. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm definitely older than 39, and I'm not. And I have a teenager mature, as a child. Like, what, what's, what is maturity? No. Yeah. Like, at least you do have a child. Like, I mean, yeah. that says something. <laughs> but I'm, like, technically I'm too maturity. for YouTube. Like, mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's, like. <laughs> That that one scene is it episode two or three after um, Rio gets beaten up by Helsinki and Oslo for whatever it is that he did, and she like starts shooting out the cameras and like going off on the professor. It's like mm. all you're doing right now is messing up the plan. Like Rio made a right. mistake. Being made, a baby. Should, should he have gotten a beat down? It debatable, but still like calm your tits, girl. Like what are, what are you doing? Like what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, that conversation that they have where she, like, you know, is feeling really bad about herself and, like, I just ruin everyone's lives. And he literally says to her, like, I know you're going to leave me, but does it have to be today? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Isn't yeah. that such an is odd temperament to have? Of, like, I know, I know that you're going to leave me someday. Like, this has a timetable on it, but it yeah. doesn't have to be today. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure if we ever learn Tokyo's backstory, her behavior will make sense. But like right now I'm yes. like, what happened to you? Like some something yeah. definitely like happened to her. Yeah. Like she's way and too much of a wild card. Yes. We yeah. love that for her though. It's it's I don't know if I do. I don't maybe if she wasn't like the the audience surrogate, but yeah. for it might be okay. But the fact that she's the one who's telling us this story, I'm just like, mm. why her? Why are Can we not Nairobi instead? Let's talk yeah. about Nairobi and how much we love her. I love <laughs> her. Amazing. Look She's at her. Fantastic. Look at her hair. Look at her so compassion. Good. Like, th- that was one of my favorite moments in the entire yeah. se- series is when she comes upon um, the boys doing surgery and is immediately like, you're messing it up. I'm doing this. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Instead of like... You know. Like, please leave. And that told us everything that we need to know about yeah. her, I feel like, in a lot and of ways. And the scene and the, with her and Allison in the bathroom when, like, the kids are, like, you know, ganging up on her because she's going to be, like, the one that gets released and all the other kids are, like, hating on her. And Nairobi's like, you're the fucking bitch, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. I am Nairobi. I'm the fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> And then when Allison runs and hides, I bet she was like, damn it, why did I tell her that? Why? I feel like, like, why did she need to hide in the safe? I feel like those are airproof. There's a limited amount. Yeah. Like, that's 
I like I thought he was giving her the combination to like another vault or something, not a little safe that's like, like no two inches bigger okay. than she is. Like yeah. And like they put they put that light effect so they're like, look, there's a space she can breathe. <laughs> like I feel like that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Secondly, why would it preclude her from her being released as soon as they yeah. found her? Well, can we talk about Arturo in general? Just God, he's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. Fucking Arturo right now. (laughs) How much do we stand, Monica? Okay. Yes. Monica Monica does for Monica at all points. (laughs) But God, Arturo, he's just like, uh, like I get he's like (laughs) the boss of the mint, so I get why he's trying to maybe sort of take charge somehow in the situation but he just makes the wrong decision at every turn he's such a damn great coward at like every single instance and then tries to get everybody else to do his bidding and yes. then when then when he's called on it he is such a damn coward in like 2.3 yes. seconds like, yeah well like when he and Denver are fighting, and then he's like, wait, there's people breaking out. It's like, you like, fucking, how no. dare you? This was your plan. Them breaking out was your idea. So, mm. he's still mm. yeah. Mm. yeah he's Coward. Still- Coward all the time. <sighs> I am not entirely sure why they didn't just, like, lock him in a closet the first day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please just set him off to the side away from everybody because I know. No. No. Like you would think they of all their planning, they would have been like, There's one guy, there's one guy who's just gonna be that stick in your craw that's you know, just gonna lock him try up. to undermine everything, just yeah. stick him in a closet and you'll be okay. Yeah. But they don't. No. Okay, my going back to Allison for a second, like why hasn't she been released yet? Because, like, they say she's going right? to be released and then, like, a whole day passes? Like, how... She hides my, in the so, like, five minutes because Nairobi yeah. finds her. So, my question Maybe is... She explains it to Nairobi because, like, Nairobi is the one who th- would understand that, I feel like. I, I don't think uh-huh. she does. But, so now, I, but the sort of what I'm wondering then is, like, was that negotiation about the release of multiple prisoners versus just Allison just to get them on tape to release to the public and they're like they're not releasing Allison like I think so at all I think I think that was just to get her on saying that I think when they released the tape that, that was went mean. Out the window. that was mean and I was not okay with it oh and I was on board with was it. like I'll take full responsibility and she was like please take responsibility now thank you and she's like oh the he's like oh the government knows like, okay. I don't care about the government, hun. Like, that I have a daughter. That <laughs> colonel guy, what? Like, two seconds after he meets Raquel, he's like, by the way, I'm married. Which is like, what? Where? Why? What the hell was that about? Care, all right? And she's just staring at him like, why Why is that information I need to know? He's I the Arturo in the tent so where you're just like, what are you even doing? What are you doing? Like, he gets a little better by the end. But in the beginning, I'm like, I want... Raquel to like slug that guy in the face. Raquel. So hard. Raquel. I yes. love Raquel so much. Yes. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. She's like, I'm handling my shit on my yes. own. Yeah. I'm one single of the, mom now. Yeah. How, and one of the things. Question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old, do we know how old she is? 40s? Mid 40s? I guess 40s. 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Early to mid 40s. That's the young like. kid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm asking that, but like, I wonder. I do. One of the things I loved most about this is they didn't make the police idiots. Because yeah. a lot of times when it's this sort of. Does he not? Yeah. But it, yeah. like overall, like everybody there is there for a reason and they know what they're doing and they are smart and stuff because a lot of times with these sort of Robin Hood esque type stories, they end up making the police idiots are you know stupid in some way so it's easier to side with the quote-unquote bad guys but like episode two like Raquel's figured it out she knows like that initial escape was all a ruse and their actual plan is to stay locked inside and she figures out like the digging of the tunnel and all this stuff is and like the house and the pharmacy with the medicine for Berlin and all that like they're not idiots 
which is so good because it means both sides are on much more even footing, which makes the story that much more interesting. Yes, and it was very smart, very smart to give Raquel, especially a character, and to, like, get into her life and get into, like, what's going on with her mom and her daughter and her ex-husband. Like, Yeah, to know that she just... And you were like, fuck that guy. We don't need that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know, in general, she just has a lot of shit going on, just all the way so around. Much shit there's going no, on. She there's no aspect of her life that's not and it's the mastermind of the heist. Yes. Oh my god, like they're so cute. Her they're and so quote unquote cute. Salva. I, oh my god, they're so cute. Salva. I love them so much. And I want it to like work out and for them to be a couple. Getting, so okay, so that's what you want to happen. Do you think that's what's yes. going to happen? No, that's not, no, that's not gonna no, happen. That's no. what I want to happen, but it's not he gonna. Is, but, like, he's literally getting crushed in a car, and he sees <laughs> that she is calling him, and it's like, hey! <laughs> it's like, just don't pick up the phone. It's okay. It's not it's not amazing, babe. Like, <laughs> he had to. They're compatible. <sighs> okay. Because they're both yeah. so smart. They are both so smart. He has no idea. At the same time, he has no idea. Like, <laughs> when when his, when his her mother was like, did you make love? He was like, oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we, yeah, we did. <laughs> so, Which, do you oh. think, I mean, do you think she's going to find out? And, like, what, what do you think is going to happen? Oh yeah, she, of course she's gonna find out. She's yeah. too smart they're to not find. She's, out. Yeah, there's no doubt she's gonna fig, find out everything about what's going on. She's gonna find I out before. Together, though I gotta be honest. Do you think she's <laughs> gonna find out before Angel wakes up from his coma? Oh Angel, don't wake up from your coma yet. Okay, and also like the and Angel being like, I've been in love with you for eight years or however long, Ew, like, and she's like dealing with that too. It's like, dude, come on! Do you see the situation that is happening? I'm sorry, the room. Like, please yeah, stop telling me you leave your girlfriend. Wife, 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 wife. I don't know. Wife. He can stay in a coma for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him being in a coma for I don't, a while. Forever. Forever for all of those ladies. He's not going to leave his wife. <laughs> no. No, because no, Raquel doesn't feel that way about it. Okay, and the conversation when Angel called her, like, kind of drunk, it was like, would you fuck that guy I saw you with in the bar? And she's like, yeah? Like, dude, come <laughs> on. Why, why are you even having this conversation? Do, but also, yeah, you would fuck Salva, because we all would. I do struggle with the idea that, like, she was kind of made to feel guilty for his coma, when he made his own stupid ass choices the entire time. Don't drive drunk like, kids. Don't, don't drive, drive drunk kids. That's PSA number two. Don't well, do it. Indeed. I mean, it was it was the guilt from finding out that he was bugged. Yeah, but she didn't find that sure. out until like until because my question was like she's you know her it's sort of the evening or the morning after she and Salva did their little thing and his like fake cider brewing plant and so so she doesn't find out until she goes back to the cafe like she doesn't find out until she goes back to the cafe and sees the news report about both the explosion at the mint and the car accident yes i would think she would go back to base camp that's what i I was surprised she went to the hospital first Mm -hmm. that surprised me a lot i was like this it's I really, don't know if it was maybe guilt because she had just fucked Salva and she knew how Angel felt about her and it was just like, oh, crap, man, you know. And definitely, she definitely knew about, she definitely felt guilty about the coma before she knew about the bug. Yes. That's, that's mm-hmm. in the timeline, but like. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I did have to, I did make a note that because of like all of the stuff that happens like at the end, especially, it was like, Maybe they should have had two people on the outside just in case some loose ends weren't as tied up as they thought and somebody had to go, like, take care of something. There could still somebody be somebody there watching the cameras. The professor. <laughs> oh, like on shift? Yeah, like shift uh, something. That's another That's another point for him being Demi because he was not planning on entertaining a lady overnight no, at any point. That is true. That is, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that did not enter his mind. That's true. That was not part of the plan. 
No. I, I told my parents in the five minutes that they watched, I'm like, this is your new son-in-law. Like, he's a good man. Like, he's a good man. And she's like, is he going to kill that old lady? And I'm like, if he does, he's not your son-in-law. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Can I just say, like, Alzheimer's is the worst thing ever, but he caught a real lucky break he there. Great. Mm-hmm. He figured it out. I was literally like yelling at my TV, like, get it. Like, figure it out. Read those yeah. post-its. Yes. <laughs> he's not like he figured it out and that's all that's all I needed, you know. It all turn out okay. What about um Denver and Monica? Oh again, uh-huh. they were adorable. Like, why, why am I shipping all these people? Like, I know. that's not what? a healthy relationship, though, no. you guys. Not at all. Not, not every relationship all. with Arturo was healthy either. Do not cheat with a married man. PSA yeah. number three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. My, my, my one question about Denver is, is that the actor's real laugh or something that he put on for the character? <laughs> No, it is. Um, that's something else that was in the IMDb trivia is that the character was listed as having a trashy laugh. Okay. That, okay. That's his interpretation. Okay, I need. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Because I am not remembering this. Oh, his laugh. I remember the jawline and the smile, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to talk let, about. Let me, let me see if I can. Let me see if it's I can. It's infectious, do though. It's it's <laughs> it's like it's that really kind of staccato. Like a bit Woody Woodpecker ish yeah. in a way. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't have the best laugh, so I'm, you know, I can't really be picking on people's laughs, but laugh. still. Please stand your laugh. Mm, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a character choice. Okay, good. Wow, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. Denver, I feel Blessin is a red flag. He is full red flag. Oh. Yeah. And like Monica yes. needs to not like I I respect yeah. it. I respect her actions. Cause I mean he's very nice to look at. He's, he's very look at that jawline. Like let's talk it's, about yeah. jawline. And like when he like, does that like little dance for her. Like, like come on. I feel like he's problematic. He's unpredictable. You can't have a baby yes. around. I mean he's like and like his the family that, structure is such that, like, his father was like, let's do a heist. Well, he's there because he, like, owed a drug dealer, like, too much money or something. Or, like, mm-hmm. a bookie. Mm-hmm. Some some kind of, you know, unscrupulous yeah, type person needed money. And so Moscow was like, this is how we get the money to pay that guy off. So. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. problematic. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think the professor recruited everybody? Because we saw how he recruited Tokyo. But that was the only one. So I'm picturing him just like rolling up on everybody like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I don't know if he like hacked the like the police records and like found people that, you know, had maybe committed previous crimes that had the skill set that he needed. Or even if he maybe like got a job as like a clerk in the police station way out somewhere and access files. And he'd be on record somehow. How is under under an alias under an alias that seems like something he would do and he could get away with it because like he makes his living on being inconspicuous despite being guys kind of hot like are we i mean that whole like clark and superman thing that raquel pulled on him yeah good i'm glad that we are on the same page anyway what were we talking how he recruited people. So how, I mean. I feel like he has found people's pressure points somehow, mm-hmm. which is not on a database anywhere. Because, like, Tokyo was trying to get out from under, like, her last heist where her boyfriend died. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And Nairobi needed to get her child back somehow. And, like, the the drug dealer thing that we talked about. You know, like, how did he figure out their pressure points? Like, when they were at their lowest point emotionally and was like, hey, do you want to make a billion euros with me? It's like, I sort of get the feeling that he, he's been looking for people for a few years. Mm-hmm. He's been... I set up. Yeah, especially when we get the sort of backstory about his dad and how 
the heist is basically his his dad's idea, which that was just like what? Okay. That was mind boggling. Loved that scene because not only is the scene is that the scene where Nairobi's like, "You want to have sex?" and he's like, "No." <laughs> not part of the and head. like how quickly Nairobi, who is my bestie in this heist, went from like wanting to sleep with him to like comforting him because she touches him like with just with one finger, like when he talks about his dad. I'm like, I love you, Nairobi. Yeah. You're the best. I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, f- I feel like he's been looking for people to do this because, y- you know, co- commandeering the mint is not an easy job. Oh, and you need the right so, group. Y- you, need, you need people with a very specific set of skills, as Liam Neeson might say. Um, <laughs> so I feel like he's been poking around on a police records, just like the, the underworld of Spain, uh, making contacts with drug dealers and other nefarious type folk for several years before mm-hmm. it yeah. all sort of kicks off and everybody's brought like, together. This is, what, this is what his life has been. Like, his yeah. father died when he was young. Mm-hmm. He didn't realize that his father's stories were stories of heists. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to get one right. And also, I feel like once the rest of the crew find out that he has, like, broader intentions, that he, like, I don't want to say he played them all because I don't feel like it's um, malicious. Yeah. Like, he knew them all more than they knew at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So they're going to be mad <laughs> about it <Yeah>. later. <laughs> but then I'm wondering kind of what Tokyo actually brought to the table. <laughs> like, That's the other question is, like, what did, what? what did she do, to be honest? She's very pretty. That's certainly true. Yeah. But so far, she, but like, but what, that's my other but problem like, is so far, she hasn't. What bring to the table, to be honest? Yeah. What, what did Rio yeah, her and Rio haven't like done yeah, anything. In I'm like Denver has done. Oh wait, that's right. Security systems. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rio's the like electronics alarm security yeah, expert. He's hack- but he's right. the resident hacker. Yeah, but yeah, Tokyo hasn't actually done anything except shoot at cops and except injure yeah, one of them. She did shoot a cop. That was my question, like, when I watched the first couple of episodes where Rio gets grazed. And they get, like, they go out and they do not expect the police to be there, question mark. And, like, they do not have, they do not expect to have to exchange fire with the police. I think that was (laughs) the thing. They didn't expect the police to open fire on them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, because I think also, like, Tokyo goes out early, like, before she's supposed to. So mm-hmm. I wonder if the original plan was to wait until the police were, like, actually, like, in front of the building. They go out. Cops are freeze. Oh, my God. Ah. Drop the bags. Head back in. And not have, like, any gunfire exchange. But because mm-hmm. she went out early, that kind of messed things. So, so far, all Tokyo has done is mess things up. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's part of the plan. We do not know. We don't know. Rachel, it is true. Rachel because... has seen this. We have not. So maybe the professor <laughs> has taken all of this into account. Yeah. He, he has some grander plan for Tokyo we have not yet been privy to. I do yeah. love another thing about the professor that I absolutely love. Number one, like how excited he was when they, they tried to send in a like a plant in a dolling mouse. Yes. And as soon as he find yes. out that 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 they, that he was turning around, like his smile just like made my whole day better because like he doesn't want to hurt anybody, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I first I made a note. I don't know why, but it's like I had Elliot Spencer in the back of my head that I made a note that was like if they actually make it in and get amongst the hostages, I was like their boots are going to give them away because those are very distinctive boots. <laughs> they, they have the all of the ho- yes. hostages names and yeah, yeah. and stuff so yeah, like, it's like yeah. how how did they think they were gonna just suddenly be two extra people okay. and yeah. nobody would notice well maybe they thought if everybody was wearing the masks all the time they could blend in with enough mm-hmm. time to disarm people possibly i don't they didn't I mean, know that they weren't really yeah like, I, they didn't realize that nobody wears masks in the inside. Yes. That yeah. everybody sees everyone's face. Yeah. Oh. Which that is interesting. Like when they got inside and just everybody was maskless, mask, maskless, I was like, what? Oh. Like that, I'm sure that's part of a plan at some point, but I'm like, 
And I get that, yes, wearing a plastic mask like that for 24-7 for 10 to 12 days would be dumb and annoying and I would want to rip it off my face. But also, like, like what? What, what? what is, what is yeah. the plan? Because when they let the hostages go, because one of the things I'm sure is going to happen is the hostages are going to be let go. Like, they're not going to kill all of them. Like, they're they're not those kind of people. So that I'm sure is going to happen. They not kill hostages, which I like. Yeah. So it's like, everybody has seen your face. How can you account for 20-some, 30-some people, all of them, keeping quiet about that. But that is part of the last episode of part one. Yeah, I mean, that because is the whole the money would, versus like, freedom thing. Would but. you keep quiet after a bank robbery? No. Would you keep quiet for like a million euros? Maybe. Like. <laughs> yeah. But if they don't take the million euros, what's stopping them from then going to the police and telling them everything that they well, know? That's, that's the cliffhanger. Because we don't know what happened to the people who did not want to participate. We don't know yet. We don't well, know the, yet. The, there, there is a flashback of the professor saying, like, when they're talking about that, that the people who asked to be let go would actually be then, like, brought down to the basement and, like, tied up and left there. Tied, yes. Yeah. For a while, yeah. at least. So. Yeah. But the implication is not, like, killed no, 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 no. Obviously not. No. So we're going to, we might hear from them later. Talking about the hostages, though, like, what is Berlin doing with that girl? Um, oh, Adriana. Ariadne. Number Ariana. one, the girl who's scared of him. Number two, the second girl who is like, he's like, do you want to date? And I'm like, no. Like, get yeah. off me. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Because she just yeah. kind of popped up in the middle of the series. And I'm like, mm. a really interesting example of what how mean? I want to say need, of what people think they need to do to survive. It's I want, such I want, an interesting example. Yeah. I want to say her name is Adriana. The, I the think so too. girl. Okay. It's, it's, started, it's, it's, like, it's Ariadne. Ariadne? Yeah. Okay. And I, I think like, it's Spanish for spider. Because that no. was um in a uh, oh no I'm blinking with the Leonardo DiCaprio on the spinny top oh Inception oh, um, Inception. Inception yeah it was uh like Elliot Page's character's name was Ariadne oh, oh. oh. okay because she was like with mazes so spider webs kind of thing hmm. anyway yeah okay. that's why I don't know why I know that anyway so I don't know what Berlin is doing and I I was like. For a second, I'm like, is his dystrophy, like, his muscular dystrophy, is it affecting his brain? Like, what is going on? I feel like that's the question we're meant to ask about Berlin. Yeah, like, that. the illness he has, like, what, how is that affecting? But I don't think muscular dystrophy affects the brain. Well, it's it's not muscular dystrophy, it's a, specifically. It is, it is a muscular it's a disorder. Yes. It's Helmer's myopathy. Oh, okay. Well... Yeah, is, is a like, rare genetic disorder that affects muscle strength and mobility. Particular, okay. but the interesting thing is, it's particularly in the lower, like the lower body, like the legs, shoulders, and pelvis. Oh, to say mm-hmm. shoulders, but there's not much as far as like hands and stuff. So like Raquel's then mention of isn't it getting harder to hold a gun is interesting because it's not like, really supposed to. Mark. He might yeah. have been like, oh, she doesn't know. Yeah, that's mostly the stuff that I brought up to talk about other than your predictions for the uh, the couples and, and people, but we pretty much the covered ships. it. We love it. Some of yeah. the developments for the next half. I'm so excited for when you guys eventually go on that journey with me. Okay. Okay. Do you want, do you want the question from my son? Yes. Okay. So his question was, who are you supposed to be rooting for? Ooh, look at this man. He's so smart. I know. Everybody. Right? <laughs> that was kind of my, I was like, <laughs> he says, oh, I'm I tell you what, though, I do want them to pull off the heist successfully. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, I want this. I want, eventually, I want it to not be thwarted. I want them yes. to successfully I, get the money out. You know, yeah. TBH, I feel like I want a little bit, I want to watch Raquel break bad. Like, <laughs> I want her to fall in love with the professor and be in love with the professor just the point when she finds out the truth. She's like, that makes sense. And she looks at... 
I love the professor, okay? And I want her to be like, to look at the police force and how they have treated her or like the FBI or wherever she's at. Mm -hmm. I forget. And be like, well, that kind of sucks. So maybe I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) Billions of dollars with my hot sexy professor man. I would rather be like, I would rather be like a Robin Hood character, you know, because like they don't want to hurt anybody. They're not planning on it. Who was it? Oslo that got hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought thought he died. I was sure he was dead, and then he was alive in the next scene, and I'm like, what is happening? I don't understand. (laughs) Do you think it was strategic? We never really got to know him that much, and I think that was strategic so that we wouldn't be too heartbroken. We're not brothers because they talk. I think they're cousins. Are they yeah, the, the word, yeah, the word cousin is mentioned a few times. Because, yeah. first of all, they look like brothers. Maybe that's just me. And, like, secondly, he talks to Arturo and he's like, we're friends. We are friends. We, we were friends in prison. But I yeah. think he just doesn't want to tell Arturo that he actually has a relative there. Okay. I think I think they're cousins. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm looking through my notes to see if I if I have any more specific. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like that does not even my mom was like, he does not look good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. What's going on? No, I'm pretty sure he's sitting there just breathing, staring off vacant and because they did the you... whole they did the whole like eye closing thing and like rest, like and like I he was dead. I don't. I'm sorry to. No, sorry to Oslo. Very much brain dead. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. Damn it, Arturo. Okay. My my final sort of question and thing is so the very end, like Raquel and the police and the forensics are at. They find the house that they were at when they were planning the heist, and they get there. They didn't clean up. Like their dinner dishes are still on the table. Why like is everything the is still on the table. Still there. Well, like, and like is that? So my is question that is: part is, of the thing? I feel like is it part of the plan? Is is all of the stuff there like a plant with like fake DNA or something? Because like, like it's really, like the full dinner spread. I don't know. And like, don't you like, like like you see the professor in the car and he's freaking out. He's freaking out. He's freaking out. And then. He does the little flip with his glasses, and you see a little hint of a smile, like, oh, shit, this is part of the plan. Like, he's uh, leading them. He's he, leading oh. them down this. I, I love it. Yeah, because, like, when that ended, I was like, how is that? What? No, what? Where's I need to me? know. What's, what's happening next? What? What's going on? That's part of the, I feel like that's another smart thing that this show does is, like, it's conditioned us to be like, okay, there's an edit here of what happened to why he is why he is giving us this expression right now and it doesn't happen. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, next episode. Yeah. But I love I love to your point, Carrie, that like he, he like they planned the heist knowing that the cops weren't idiots. Where he's like they're going to figure this out. They're going to do this. So what we need to do is when they do, we lead them in this direction mm-hmm. when yeah. we're over here. And like, you know, even the behavior with the hostages, like you can't keep hostages in the mint for two weeks and have them not stop listening to you and have them start trying to escape. And like this stuff is going to happen. So the point yes. is we know how to handle when it does. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But oh my god, I love this show so much and I need to like watch part two like tomorrow. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so did we wanna do part two or do we wanna come back around to it or because Eve- technically Evelyn, you're the next it to pick. Have you picked something? Choice, you it know, is. and I am totally fine with doing part two if that's what we wanna do. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. Yay. 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 Okay. All right. So next month, Money Heist Part Two. Yay. Yes. Did you do a cast swap? I did. What was yours? You go first. Okay. Um. So I am swapping in the cast of White Collar. Because so for me, like where I started was like the professor in Berlin. Like I needed to figure out like that casting because Mm -hmm. I figure 
they're two of like the strongest personalities and I really needed to get that right. So mm-hmm. I initially started with Berlin, suave guy in a suit, you know, very charming, very charismatic. Who is that? That's Matt Bomer, obviously. So then for some reason, my mind went, oh, what if I could get the cast of Magic Mike? But then I was like, that's not going to work. So I was like, no. OK, so let's just go white collar. <laughs> I, I tried Magic Mike. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> so, oh. awesome. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. OK, so obviously Berlin is Matt Bomer. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So that makes the professor Tim Decay. Mm-hmm. Tokyo, I have Alexandra Daddario. Can you tell me only... what characters they play? Because I don't. Oh, um, Ale- yeah. Hang on. Um, Alexandra Daddario. <laughs> what was her character's name? She was Kate. His, like, uh, Matt okay. Bone was like the girlfriend from uh, the four times. The girl. Yes. Um, the only two I couldn't figure out castings for were Rio and Allison because there aren't really young people mm-hmm. on White Collar. And I think like the age gap between Tokyo and Rio is a big part of that relationship. So I don't have anybody for Rio, unfortunately, at the mm. moment. Moscow, I have Willie Garson, who's Mozzie, like his Matt Bomer's like friend, pal, you know, co-heist buddy. Mm-hmm. Denver actually cast as Natalie Morales. So I did a little gen. There, there's a couple I've kind of gender swapped. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like she's got, she has a little bit of that vibe where she could do that. Helsinki and Oslo, you could probably kind of maybe do either way, but Helsinki, I have Sharif Atkins, who's like uh, Tim Decay's partner in the mm-hmm. FBI. And then Oslo, I have Gloria Vatsis, who is Alex, who was his like ex-ex girlfriend, ah. who was like, she's kind of very cool and stylish and stuff. And then Nairobi, I have Marsha Thomason, who is the other like FBI girl with right. Tim Decay. So then outside of the the robbers... Uh, for Raquel, I have Hillary Burton, mm. which then Raquel's mom, you get to have Diane Carroll, which Ooh. is fantastic casting. Um, oh, wow. For, you went wide with this. I did. So then for Angel, I have Mark Shepard. Ooh. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for like the Shepherd. Yes. For the, the Colonel, the intelligence guy, you could have Treat Williams. For Monica, you get Tiffany Thiessen. Mm-hmm. And then for Arturo, you could pull in Andrew McCarthy, who was just like a guest star who was in a couple episodes. But I just was like, I need to find somebody for Arturo. And then I scrolled down. And I was like, oh, that's right, Andrew McCarthy. How great. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, McCarthy a, be as Arturo. he'd be good at Arturo. That's, that's my cast swap. Okay. Oh, wow. I did mine just for the main robbers. Um, I turned them into the new Brady Bunch. Oh, nice. <laughs> you supported it? Give it, give it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I don't have the actors' names in front of me, but I would swap them with like the old school Brady Bunch. So the professor in Berlin are Mike and Carol Brady. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Tokyo and Rio are Cindy and Bobby. Nairobi and Denver are Jan and Peter. Oslo and Helsinki are Marsha and Greg. And then Moscow is Alice. <laughs> Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. I love that so much. That's amazing. That so much. I love that. <laughs> Evelyn, did you get around to doing a cast swap? Or? I did do a very lazy cast swap. I have a disease when it comes to this podcast about like, despite having seen every show, I cannot remember any of them when I'm trying to cast swap. So I was like, what am I watching right now? Which was Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. (laughs) Another Charlotte. And Yes. And the reason I went with this is because there are two female leads, um, young Queen Charlotte and young um, Lady Agatha, who, what's her last name? Anyway, young Lady Agatha, who are like, they're so much fun together, and I would kill to see them play, you know, um, Tokyo and Nairobi, respectively. Mm. And we mm-hmm. also have, um, there's an actress who plays uh, Lady Violet Bridgerton, who is a relative, like, by that time old, but by our time quite young widow, who, like, they try to make her look, like, old and dowdy and stuff, but she's fine. Like, she's fine. <laughs> she would make an incredible... Um, um, I lost her name. Sorry. Raquel. 
Raquel. She would make an yeah. incredible Raquel. And we have, I'm trying to find his name because he's a newcomer. There is a an actor who plays the king's um the king's like manservant. His name is Freddie something. Um and like his cheekbones could cut glass. So like I'm like, I need him to be Denver. And just for fun, we have the narrator, Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I would love well, this like narrated be, by Julie Andrews. Could yes. be an old Tokyo or could be a, you know, who could play Raquel's mother very well. So, like, I'm, that's my lazy um, money heist cast. I'm going to imagine part two as narrated by Julie Andrews. Yes. That's going to be back ahead now as I watch part two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like it. Alrighty. Any more final thoughts on... Casa de Papel. Can we you call it? Watch this. Watch it. Yes, it was fun. Yes. Watch it. We've we've already watch established that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Watch it. Watch it twice. Yeah, I did. Watch I, I did actually watch it twice. Because we do which, like we didn't mention it, but 2017 is like early for the Netflix like global content boom. True. I feel yeah. Like, because before they were like, oh, everything's got to be Korean now. Like. Money Heist was already there. Well, so like, I don't know, Money Heist Korea maybe. They so they made it and um it's the I never actually watched it even though I love me some K-dramas and that is because the early reviews of it people that watched and loved the original version they didn't they didn't change anything about the Korean version. So they were just like, why am I watching this twice? I'm just going to stick to the one I like. It wow. sounds like a Grace Point in Broadchurch. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. God, why Grace did you watch that? So bad. Just watch. Just watch Broadchurch. Like, just why can't we just Broad- have Broadchurch? Yes. Just watch Broadchurch. Like, don't. To be honest. Yeah, we don't. Are those two yeah. different country things? It's a it's a BBC drama that like David Tennant uh, and Olivia Coleman were in, and then they yeah. brought David Tennant over and made him do a very bad American accent. And it was, oh, it's literally, I like, the exact it. same script. Like, oh. again, like, not, like, I'm barely a word changed. Tennis, but, like, put someone else in it if it's mm. an yeah. American version. Yeah, if it's an American version, get an American. Him? Yes. <laughs> David, I love you, but your American accent is terrible. No, it's it's real bad. It's not bad. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It is. It's very bad. Okay. All right. Which, if, if you're interested, it's apparently on Roku, on the Roku channel right now, Grace Point is. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you want something to laugh at. If you want something to laugh at, go watch, like, the first episode. Dead child to laugh at. Yeah. It's also real depressing. Fantastic. Um, Broadchurch was, like, I barely made it through Broadchurch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where is Grace Point supposed to take place? Somewhere in America. I don't even remember. Is it California, maybe? Because there's a beach involved yeah, there's maybe a cliff, there's a beach there's a yeah a cliff and the beach are very important plot points to the show it might i don't know it's been a while since i've seen it and i've blocked it from my brain because it's no it's bad no good very bad Ugh. no okay. yes anyway well, but that's not why we're here why we're here is because we're gonna do part two yay yay i will be so excited to discuss the ending you guys are gonna be like holy crap <laughs> but you will use way more colorful words. You will use all of the colorful words of holy shit, fuck, that really happened. Oh my god. Is part two like the end of this whole story? Is there still. So in the entire show, there are two heists. Part okay. one and two are this heist. And then okay. three, four, five is the next heist. Okay. It'll be interesting to see who survives part two then, I guess, mm. to go on to the the next heist. Mm, indeed. And Love and why out. and why they decide to do another heist if they have indeed. 2.4 billion euros. Indeed, because there is a reason. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, no, they, they get through part one and two is the heist and it is a complete story even though the next one is like a continuation of story this one is a good all-encompassing ending okay um glad to hear it 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the end of part two, you're not going to be like, God damn it, we need to move on. Like, no, we can pause and we can come back around to it. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I have something else picked out for July. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, you can find us on Tumblr at show club pod or send us an email at showclubpod at gmail.com. We are on Apple podcasts and Spotify, which obviously you're listening to us. So you know that, but please go leave us a review, rate us so more people find us. We would appreciate that so much. And um, we'll see you next month for Money Heist Part 2. Woohoo! Bye! Bye! Bye.